2: Lots to talk about here today and no clickbait. I'll start the story right off at the top here. The night before NXT's next TakeOver special, Shawn Michaels will return to the ring as a special guest referee in San Antonio, Texas. This is a house show. This is not TakeOver. This is not a WWE main roster show. It is just an NXT house show. WWE announced today that Michaels will be refereeing an NXT championship match between Drew McIntyre and Adam Cole which will take place as NXT comes to the Aztec Theater for a house show on November 17th. McIntyre said to defend his title in Houston against Andrade Cien Almas the next day. Originally, McIntyre Cole was to headline the TakeOver show in Houston until the decision was made to revive the War Games concept. Cole will be teaming with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly against Sanity and the authors of Pain and Roderick Strong in a three-way War Games match at TakeOver. TakeOver War Games will be the first of four WWE events to take place at the Toyota Center in Houston during Survivor Series weekend. Venue will host Survivor Series Raw and SmackDown over the following three nights. So there you go. If you're a fan of Shawn Michaels and you want to see him back in the ring for a refereeing gig, the NXT house show uh, the night before, the TakeOver War Games show is the place to go. Always wondered why Shawn didn't do more refereeing. guess the idea is you... Make it a special occasion here and there. It would be kind of cool for an NXT takeover show if they did some sort of angle to get him in the ring. Problem is, every time you shoot any sort of angle with Shawn Michaels on an actual television show, like Raw, SmackDown, even if you did it on an NXT TV, everybody would be wanting to see Shawn Michaels get back in the ring one more time. Happened with the Daniel Bryan feud, which was bizarre because if you remember the Daniel Bryan feud, I mean, it certainly did look like the idea was to build to a Daniel bryan Shawn Michaels match. And from day one, Shawn Michaels told everybody, I'm not doing a match. I'm not doing a match. And they kept booking the feud like he was going to do a match. And then he didn't. So you always run that risk. Got a lot of news to get into here today. We'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live.
3: Radio.
4: Today we're chatting with Mike Papantonio, leading trial lawyer and prolific author. His latest novel, Law and Vengeance, is a non-stop action-packed legal thriller. We spoke with him about the book and the real-life issues that inform and inspire his writing.
2: Corporate media can't tell these stories. It's very difficult for corporate media to tell many of these stories when you have a product that's that's produced by a major pharmaceutical manufacturer, and that manufacturer may be an advertiser for your uh, corporate entity. It's, it's very difficult. These aren't stories that you you know that you're going to turn on the nightly news and hear about because they can't tell them. They're not permitted to. They're getting paid ten million dollars a year from this from this manufacturer. You're really going to tell a story that makes them look bad. Well, I don't have that limitation. I
5: don't have that problem. Uh, in, in, in telling these stories.
6: On the heels of the critically acclaimed legal thriller Law and Disorder comes Law and Vengeance, the latest novel from famed trial attorney Mike Papantonio. Law & Vengeance follows the law firm of Bergman Dicotomas, who is now in the crosshairs of a weapons manufacturer. But this is not a law firm that plays by all the rules. Based on a real case, Law & Vengeance, the riveting new legal thriller by Mike Papantonio, is available wherever books
7: are sold. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Be published. Travel experts are here 24 7 to help. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531.
2: There are certain people you can always trust your grandma, your grandma's friends, lifeguards, action movie heroes who tell you to trust them. But there's no one you can trust more than your doctor. And when it comes to their own frequent heartburn, doctors and pharmacists trust the power of the purple pill, Nexium 24-Hour. And when you choose Nexium 24-Hour, you'll see why. When it comes to heartburn, trust the brand Doctors Trust. Nexium 24-Hour. May take one to four
0: days. Use as directed. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Hey, back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Lots to talk about here today. Dave Meltzer is going to join us in the next segment of the show. I want to make sure I mention this since we talked about it yesterday. David here says, I've just been listening to today's show, the topic of John Cena being a favorite to win the Royal Rumble after the Mahal interview from the weekend was brought up. It is true that John Cena is a favorite, however, he is tied with Roman Reigns and the Mahal thing from the weekend has played no part in Cena's odds dropping as they fell on the day he came back to SmackDown in July. I track all the odds over at WWELeaks.org. I've been keeping an eye on the prices since they were published in February. I've snipped the spreadsheet to show how the odds for both he and Reigns have changed since the day he went live. So anyway, yesterday I said that the reason that the odds had switched was because Jinder Mahal had made... He did an interview and basically said, I want to face Brock Lesnar. It's my dream match. I want to prove I can hang. I want to be the best of all time. And when they asked about a dream match for WrestleMania, he said, John Cena. And then coincidentally, I got the report about the odds, so I figured they were connected, but they're not. So that's the update on the story there. And everybody needs to keep in mind, it's very, very likely that the main event of WrestleMania is Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. I mean, anything can happen, but that's the plan. And on the SmackDown side, I mean, as we've talked about a million times, it does make total sense if you're going to give John Cena one more championship run. If you want him to break Ric Flair's record and go for his 17th world title in storyline here i mean jinder mahal at wrestlemania is the place to do it now that doesn't necessarily mean that roman reigns or john cena needs to win the royal rumble now most of the time the guy that wins the royal rumble ends up getting a title match but they have done weird things in the past where so-and-so gets a title match they win the royal rumble and then they do something at roadblock into the line or whatever they call it this year and they lose their title shot. And quite frankly, if John Cena is going to win the title for the 17th time, beat Jinder Mahal, and break the record, I mean, you could do a deal where somebody else wins the Rumble, and then he beats that person, and then he goes on to win the title, and then whoever he beat, whoever he screwed out of the title shot, so to speak, goes on to beat John Cena, and they get the biggest win of their career, and I guess it would be probably John Cena's last championship match. There's a lot of ways they can go, but I do think that's going to be the top two matches of Mania.
5: What do you think will be more special in the history of pro wrestling when we look back on it 50 years from now and the grandkids of Carl Stern are doing shows? Um, Do you think we'll look back and say that win over Jinder Mahal for that last WWE championship was the way I'm going to remember Cena going out at WrestleMania? Or do you think that his uh, match against The Miz and the subsequent... uh, 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 asking Nikki to to marry him will be a more memorable uh, Wrestlemania moment for people remembering John Cena who knows I gotta see this Jinder Mahal thing I'm going with Nikki
2: well I don't know because I mean it happened and I don't know it happened <laughs> I mean this so was this
5: gender match
2: <laughs> well this would be this would be him setting the record who knows? Jinder may be a super I, hot heel by the time that WrestleMania comes along. People may be so yeah, sick of Jinder Mahal as the champion
5: that nah. they're begging for John Cena. This could be a giant match. Who knows? You no, know It's going to really end up being probably if, if everything stays the way it's going now. And even if it improves dramatically for Jinder Mahal, it'll still probably end this, this way where we're going to remember John Cena winning X Championship because whatever they're going to put on at 18th Championship, 19th, whatever, it's going to be ridiculous thing. But We're going to remember John Cena won. We're not going to necessarily remember maybe who he faced, or it'll be basically very much downplayed.
2: Dude, who knows? We got another six months of Jinder Mahal Look at your man,
5: all all, attached up to the Jinder wagon. You believe, you think they can actually get him over to a point of being more than just that guy who happens to be in the match because he held the title for a long time. Hey, listen, I don't know, dude. All I know is we got six more months of Jinder. Did you guys talk about training tips when you went to SmackDown? So, so let
2: me get this straight. So you think you think that like Jinder this? You, hold on a second.
5: Let me just pause. No, you for a second. think Jinder's going to be so hot that he won't? Just I didn't be say a that. Guy.
2: I said we don't know. But but like you're expecting people to forget the reign of Jinder Mahal. <laughs> like this will never be forgotten, dude. <laughs> they took they took no. a guy. Who won two matches, and they made him the champion, and he beat Nakamura, and he beat AJ, and he beat Randy Orton, and he beat. Yeah, but whoever how many people are going to want to try to conveniently year.
5: forget about that?
2: This is like saying this is like this would have been like in 1988 <laughs> if if you would have been on this show and you would have said, "Man, you really you really think people are going to remember the honky tonk man? I mean, just some geek with the belt, and he just you know fluked his hey, way to you, winds. The man with
5: the hands of stone would be a memorable NWA champion. Let me
2: tell you something: people are not forgetting Jinder Mahal. They're just not. For better or for worse, and it's probably going to be for worse, they're not going to forget Jinder Mahal. It's just a fact. Fair enough. All right. This year, by the way, if you're in Chile listening to this show, the WWE Latin American tryouts are coming up this weekend. Hola. In Chile. That's right. So if you want to try out, I don't know what to do, but I know they're happening. So there's that. Now, (laughs) what do you want Adam? What in the world do you is want? Is it in out of
5: Santiago? Where I don't is know it where it is.
2: At? I know it's in Chile. Listen, I'm here to give everybody the facts. Okay? Like I don't think I- really the
5: only reason you know how to say Chile actually properly is because of like some wine tasting you went to, isn't it? I know that everybody. I don't drink wine. I know that everybody
2: wants like magic, but I'm I'm just gonna sit here and give you the facts. It's like the other day when when somebody on the board was all all cockily saying, "Oh, Brian, man." You know, he says something's going on with Naya, but I don't know what should be on his tombstone. No, it's called being a good journalist because I don't know what's going on with Naya. I'll tell you exactly what WWE said. They said she never left and she's not on a leave of absence. However, if you talk to wrestlers in WWE, they say she's on a leave of absence. So guess what? I don't know what's going on. Just like I don't know what's going on with Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas and JoJo. But I do know that something is going on because Bo Dallas has been off television and they have wished him well. They've said, oh, uh, Bo Dallas, uh, get well soon. Okay. so Bray has also been off TV, as has JoJo. Now, Dave stated yesterday on the Observer Radio show that Bo is sick and they don't want Bray and JoJo at TV because they think that they may also be sick, and they'll get the roster sick. I can understand that. Hold on a second. I'm not saying Dave is wrong, because I'm sure that's what he was told. But Bo, Bray, and JoJo live together? I mean, they don't live together. Listen, this is another one of these. Something's going on here, and I think there's more to it than the story that we've been told. Exactly like with Nia Jax. They've told us a story... I think there's more to that story. Now, what it is, I don't know, because they're very, very secretive about whatever's happening with Nia Jax and whatever's happening with Bo, Bray, and JoJo. But something is undoubtedly happening, and maybe we'll find out and maybe we won't.
5: Who's producing the show today? Are you talking about Dom? Is Dom here? Dom, I need you to go to YouTube and, and look up Frida. There's something going on. She was in ABBA, and you should play that song Uh, coming out of the next break. Don't listen to this guy. for this right now. Don't listen to this guy, Dom. Have you been doing too many Vegas shows with Tom that you're coming up with conspiracy theories? There is
2: something happening here. Okay. Okay. So are you going to sit here and tell me that you're going to take WWE at face value? That Nia Jax... I mean, think about this. Okay, here's a great example. So the WWE story is Nia is not on a leave of absence. She's not gone. Like, everything is, is exactly as it was planned. So how come at the pay-per-view this weekend, for the third time, for no good reason, it is once again Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks? For the third time. Why are they doing that again instead of Nia Jax and Sasha Banks, for example? Because that match was originally on the show, but for some reason now it's Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks for the third time. But according to them, Nia is not on leave of absence. She's not gone. She did not walk out. She's just right there sitting around backstage, apparently just doing nothing while they do this match for the third time.
5: I have a bigger conspiracy. Something's going on here. Where's Summer Ray? It's
2: another one. But I don't think there's much of a conspiracy there. I think it's just the usual, we can't figure out anything to do with a hot blonde. Back in a moment with Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer
3: Live.
6: hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851
0: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer joining us here today. I don't know if Dave wants a producer job on the show, but we can talk later. (laughs) Dave, what's going on? Not too much. What's going on? Okay, listen to me. So we talked about this a little bit last night, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist here. Something weird seems to be going on with Nia Jax and Bo Dallas and Bray and Jojo Mm -hmm. because it seems we're getting one story but there seems to be more to the story am I wrong about this
8: I think you that that you're right I think that there's more to the stories in every one of those that has come out um it sounds like that Bray Wyatt has some sort of an infectious disease what it is I don't know Bray or Bo both oh and that's really all that's a story going around i haven't heard from wwe i have asked and um yeah i don't know what that means for sunday um yeah i don't
2: really know so it is it it is possible that like the big show could end up in drag playing sister abigail on sunday and bray's not in the show
8: it wouldn't be him because he's recovering from hip surgery he's not quite ready for that but i know what you're saying um Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't got it confirmed that he's going to be at the show on Sunday. Um, You know, he's certainly still listed, though. Um, But then again, you know, when it comes to pay-per-views, and we've seen this before, we saw it with Becky Lynch and we saw it with Randy Orton a couple times a couple years ago, where, I mean, it was well known that neither would be on the show and WWE advertised them all day, you know, I mean, um, and didn't let anyone know until, you know, after the show had started, so... If he's not going to be there, my gut is is that they're going to pretend he is until the show starts and then you know come up with a story. Um, that's, if, if I'm judging based on you know, previous, the way they've handled previous situations.
2: Now, the other thing we've been talking about here today, what would you say, the odds makers are already starting to talk about this, but what would you say about the idea of John Cena, Jinder Mahal, WrestleMania, John Cena beats the guy, wins his 17th world title?
8: I suppose it's possible. It's all You know, that all depends on his schedule. And and so from a WWE standpoint, there's no way that they can plan that because John Cena's schedule is not WWE-related anymore. It's going to be based on what movie parts he gets and things like that. And, you know, that far in advance, no one's going to know. So is that possible? Sure. Is it a lock? It couldn't, it couldn't be a lock
2: today. Monday, the return of Kane. He's been added to the TLC match. I guess he's going to be around at least for the short term. I mean, any, any notes on his return other than that he's back?
8: Not really. I mean, it was uh, you know, I mean, they 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 tried to keep they did a good job of keeping it a secret, and um, he's not booked on house shows or anything like that as of right now. Um, as far as you know, you know, as far as like, will he be on TV storylines and Survivor Series? That I don't know. I don't know if it's a one shot deal. I mean, he's got the election coming up, but um, that's that's still a ways away. So it's not like, um, you know, it's not in November. So it's not like, um, you know, he, you know, it's it's he, he he needs to be home campaigning, you know, constantly, like it would be like in crunch time.
2: So this is not like an indication that he's given up on hopes of being mayor and he's coming back. No, no, time. no, no, this no. He's definitely just not given
8: up hopes on that. And it's, it, I don't think it's a full-time return because I haven't seen his name on any shows, and I just saw like the UK lineups, and he's not on any
5: of them. Dave, this thing with the why it's just had me thinking, you know, wrestlers travel around all the time, hotel rooms and everything. Has there ever been like a a mass outbreak of something or a Legionnaires type of thing or anything like that when it comes to. Well, yeah, I mean, flu and I guess India when it comes to, I guess, sickness that way.
8: I I messed up um, 15 years ago, I think. Yeah.
5: Is that like the biggest ones or have there been other times or is it just really basically been influenza mostly? That's been the, the biggest problem
8: there's been situations where a lot of guys passed around in the Oregon territory um years and years ago i would say this is probably in the 80s um where they passed around some sort of a scabies you know because the mats oh. weren't clean and 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 everybody you know everybody's wrestling in the same mat week after week and and yeah it went through the whole i don't know if everyone in the company got it but it was a it was a it was a pretty bad deal yeah
2: you know what's amazing is i Remember so many absolutely grotesque mats i mean i I don't know how it is like on the n e c nowadays i'm i'm a little i'm I'm not in there in those rings, but man, I just remember there were so many disgusting mats that were never ever washed and just rolled up put right back on there it's It's kind of surprising that this isn't like a more frequent thing
8: well, you know in the old old days and when I'm talking like the twenties and thirties um because of what you said a lot of guys developed trachoma from, from messed up, um, you know, dirty mats and things like that. So, um, you know, you know, real major eye problems when they got older, you know, based on that. Um, I remember in the, um, I guess in in the seventies and eighties, you know, there was like a legitimate fear, you know, that like some sort of diseases, you know, like, you know, whether it would be AIDS or something like that, like if, you know, between the blood and the, and the passing around of women that, you know, if, if that could be like a, you know, in, in some of those territories. you know, where yeah,
5: Hepatitis, they, I'm surprised, wouldn't have been a bigger thing just because hepatitis. it's the, the, well, by it accident. Some
8: hepatitis, but, but, but it wasn't, it, you know, it hasn't been like an outbreak or anything like that. But, yeah, you know, there, there have been, you know, I mean, like, hey, let's face it. Like, you know, Devin Nicholson likely got it from Abdul the Butcher. And think of how many guys Abdul the Butcher bled on during his career. Like, but, but we didn't hear, you know, anyone, you know, I mean, as, you know, as far as like hepatitis, I haven't heard that many guys with hepatitis in pro wrestling.
2: Well, we didn't hear, but you also have to think about like older guys that, I mean, older wrestlers, there may be many of them battling hepatitis. We just never hear about it. I mean, usually, I mean, when somebody passes away, we hear, oh, you know, the last four or five years they've been in bad shape. And we never really heard about it until, I mean, in
5: some cases you heard about it. Well, we didn't know about Bob Orton until he bled on Undertaker, right?
2: Right, and it freaked everybody out. Yeah, that was some, yeah, yeah. So this coming Wednesday, next Wednesday, is the WWE third quarter earnings call. Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. So we'll find out, uh, I guess, yeah, Thursday. I guess we'll find out more about the WWE Network number. I mean, traditionally, Mm -hmm. this is a slow time of the year. They've tried to, like that that September pay-per-view, they tried to build up really big. What are you expecting here?
8: Um... I would say that I am expecting a number between 1.57 million and 1. 1.6 million. Um, I think that if it's um, below 1.55 million, that's not a good thing, considering you know the caliber of
2: pay-per-view main events. I don't. What think were they? Close. What were they at the last uh, earnings call? <laughs>
8: 1.1 million was the last number.
2: 1.56. But usually,
8: this quarter is is is, is a, is a drop off it usually doesn't stay the same it usually goes down this year I think it may go it may stay the same or go up because of um I'm I'm going that they're bucking the tradition this year if we go based on last year they'll be barely over 1.5 million which I don't think would be good but but when I look back and studied like what they had on the pay-per-views last year compared to this year it's this year's was much much
2: stronger well I will I will officially predict under I don't know how much under but I think they're going to be under 1.568 million Okay. So we'll find out. It is always a slow time of the year, and I mean, like they have put on big pay-per-view main events and such, but I mean the attendance has been really bad. Live attendance has been live attendance has been has not been great.
8: Um, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, especially the Raw. You know, I mean, like, you know, that's the one where I really noticed the difference. And I should actually, I'll probably run the numbers at the end of the month. But um, you know, I mean, just weekly, you know, weekly when you see all those tarped up seats, and that wasn't the case this time last year.
2: The pay-per-view coming up this weekend. We've got seven matches thus far. Do you Expect anything new added to the show on Sunday? Uh, you
8: know, I mean, with yeah, I I, I think that the, you know, with the number of guys that are kind of there and everything like that, it really you know it, you know it depends like it always does is when they time the show out and figure out how much time they need for the main event because the main event's going to be um, you know the key to the whole show. If there's time left over um you know they could just have Elias go out there if it's like three minutes maybe they'll just have Elias sing for three minutes if it's like 10 minutes they'll probably do maybe they'll add like uh you know one match I mean there's plenty of guys that they can add a match you know on the pay-per-view too so yeah I mean I, I think that something will be added though yeah
2: so looking at the main event Shield versus Strowman, Miz Kane Cesaro and Sheamus three on five I mean obviously they're going to get a lot of time they're going to do all sorts of crazy things I mean, at the end of the day, do you think it's just hey, simple finish, Shield wins, everybody goes home happy? Do you think it's a possibility they will be beaten, angle afterwards?
8: I think, the shield, I think the Shield has to win. That's my opinion. I think the Shield has to win. It's their first match back. Um, as far as um, does Roman just spear Kane or something? I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, and one of the things is with, with with Sheamus and Cesaro. It's like, you know, they. They can beat either of those guys. Those guys aren't positioned like main event guys, so you know, and you know even Miz for that matter. So it's like there's plenty of guys that they can beat, and it's you know, I mean they can have like, um, you know, you know whatever it is. They can, there's there's a lot of different ways they can go about doing it, um, but it's it's not like on that heel side. The only guys that they're the only guy on that heel side they're going to probably protect sh- is um
2: yeah. Uh, Strowman. Yeah, when they added Kane and everyone was like, "Well, someone's got to take the fall." It was kind of like, "Yeah, but Shane Miz is in Cesaro this match for crying out loud." No big deal. Yeah, Miz Cesaro. I mean, these guys get beaten all the time. It's not a big deal.
5: Was well, is Kane a stop? Beaten all the time, yeah. Is Kane a stopgap for for Roman Reigns, or is he possibly one for Braun Strowman, where you pass on a you know a, a big guy killer thing for a little bit to to Braun? If he yeah, causes yeah, you know, I loss. can
8: see the Braun Strowman working with Kane just because Braun Strowman kind of doesn't have anyone right now. Um, I could see that as a possibility. Um, Reigns, because you know, the thing with Reigns is, is I think that they're going to have the Shield work as a trio for a while. So Reigns doesn't need somebody new like as a single guy. So that's you know until maybe January, you know when they come off the Rumble, and then you know I don't know how they're go- they're going to handle it, you know. But but obviously you know coming off of January, they're going to be building up Reigns and and uh, Brock Lesnar.
2: The new issue of The Observer is up on the front page, WrestlingObserver.com, right now. There's all sorts of great stories in there. And, Dave, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. Dave and I back with Mick Foley a little bit later on. And lots to come for subscribers, so check it out, WrestlingObserver.com. We'll be right back with more Wrestling Observer Live.
0: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Semper Sempervivi.
3: You're on the list again! You
6: just made the list again!
0: On the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: You guys both just made the list right there. I hope you and Dom are happy that you mocked my conspiracy theory. And the first thing I did was ask Dave and he agreed with me. I thought you said it wasn't a conspiracy I hope theory. you're embarrassed. should mention, if you're a fan of the Road Warriors, Landstorm. Cyrus Killing the Town on Podcast One. They've got their tribute to Road Warrior Hawk show, their longest show ever. I believe it's two hours long. Wow. Big tribute to Road Warrior Hawk, so head up there and check that out. Podcast One Killing the Town. Got a million text messages here. If you want to give us a call here today, phone lines are open 844 411 5411. That is toll free 844 411 5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Let's see what we got right here. person says, Jinder and the Singh brothers come across as such nice guys on Instagram. Really makes the foreign menace gimmick even sillier. Yeah, it sure
5: does. (laughs) That's it's it's one of the the shackles you have of today's, uh, whether he was a great heel or not, you know, and an epic heel or not, doesn't really matter. That's the problem with social media now and, and having heelish bad guys on TV, but I still don't understand how they're this bad where they can't actually wrestle or do anything (laughs) at all. That absolutely blows my mind, especially with the state of that tag team division. All I know is that it's one of these things that
2: WWE does where they hit on something in the 90s. Bret Hart was a heel in the U.S. and a babyface in Canada. And it was, I mean, honest to God, watching back, everyone raves about the Monday Night Wars, but... That Team Canada deal was, I mean, 1997 WWE. I'm sure it turns around when watching every week, and we're in the middle of 98. And aside from Vince McMahon and Steve Austin, I mean, it sucks. But Vince McMahon and Steve Austin are so great that it just overrides everything else. And I guess it's the same way with the Team Canada stuff, because there was a lot of stuff that sucked outside of that as well. But Team Canada was awesome. And here they are, 19 years later, and they're just trying the same thing when... You could just make the guy a babyface. Like, you want him to be a big superstar in India? Well, he can be a babyface in the U.S. and India. I mean, why does he have to be a heel here and a babyface in India? Why can't he be a babyface here and a babyface in India? I mean, I understand that he's a very popular guy, but, I mean, the fans in India don't think it's kind of weird when he goes out there and makes fun of all the babyfaces and does the racial stuff on Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, that's not weird. It is weird.
5: Or they they, they, they they don't think it's weird that, you know, he's, like, Canadian. Because, like, there's the thing about, well, you know, Jinder Mahal or uh, uh, Great Khali was—everybody knows who he is. Well, yeah, he's Indian, you know? Jinder Mahal's not. And— I don't know. I think they are again, like a lot of companies, they may very well be just missing how to go about building that market. I think they've screwed up here because again, they have gender as a heel here where <laughs> how many people from of Indian descent are here in this country? I mean, hockey night in Canada is broadcast in Punjabi for heaven's sakes. I mean it's a ridiculous amount of people, so they have gone about this in the most bizarre of ways, essentially to try to get their foot in a market that they have no idea what they're doing. But again, this is all going to play out, and you know we'll have to see what happens. I just know inside the ring, and, and if, when it comes to the wrestling aspect, no, it's it's not very good, and it's nothing really against him. It's just just hadn't been that great. This
2: person here says, "Rebby Hardy is added again on Twitter, a rivalry from 2015." Shannon Moore's ex-wife and the current seamstress in WWE, Julie, wrote on Twitter to a fan saying she wished death on Matt Hardy. Jimmy Jacobs gets fired from WWE for a selfie. Julie probably gets a warning for wishing death on a current WWE superstar. Well, we'll see how this plays out. This is ongoing. I've been hearing about it all day. whole thing with Julie, Reby, Matt, Shannon Moore. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a backstory here, but... I'm there not going to talk about it on the air. All you need to know is this stuff's going on on Twitter, so if you want to follow it, you can go up to Twitter and see what's going on. It
5: is very TMZ-ish. It is very – that's what it is. And if you're interested in such things, I guess it has been fun in that, you know, you have Rebby and the seamstress who are sparing, you know, pulling no punches and descriptively talking about things. So if you're into such things, there you go.
2: All righty, let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on?
9: Uh, hi, this is, uh, Louie from San Jose. Yes, Louie. Hello. Yeah, so, uh, I heard a rumor about, uh, uh, I have some friends that live in, uh, the Seattle area. And, uh, since last week, there's a, there's rumors of an owl man. And, uh, this guy, you know, he hoots all night long. And, uh, you know, people have been complaining. And this guy, he victimizes people. This is straight out of, like, after dark radio. And, uh. Sounds like it guy hoots and uh, yeah I mean, uh, so so people actually someone actually saw this person uh from the uh from his bedroom window and he, he's wearing nothing but trunks and a uh, blonde wig and he's hooting all night long and you know right before he victimizes his opponents he says uh, he says uh, to be the man you gotta beat off the man which is kind of odd to mm. say that
2: yeah thanks for the call i appreciate it i saw that guy at smackdown by the way it's crazy there's one at every SmackDown. Guy thank, dressed
5: up like Ric Flair. Thank God there wasn't the guy out there that was hootie-hooing, because then that would give us memories of Master P in WCW, which, wait till you get to those nitros. This person says, Do you think they're going to let Jinder beat Brock Lesnar? No, I don't. I do not think that. At all. Would Brock Lesnar let Jinder beat Brock Lesnar? Sure, he I don't, don't care. Think so. Yeah. I don't know about that. No, here's the thing. The man's got
2: standards, Here's Brian. the thing. If brock felt that if jinder beats me at survivor series and we come back with a rematch in december it's going to do huge business he would lose to him
5: yes i could see if now, that do would i be think that's going to happen
2: <laughs> no i don't think that's going to happen this guy's not out of his mind are you kidding me this person here says bucks announced they will be in san antonio the same night nxt is doing the mcintyre cold title match with sean and they are advertising it as Bullet Club Invades San Antonio. Man, oh man. They're asking for it. Oh. They're asking for it.
5: You know, there actually is an Owlman uh, from, from DC Comics. I'll be damned about, about that. that.
2: Summer Ray tweeted, The girls only have a few days to get their wig glue ready because she's coming in a day and a half. Maybe she returns to the house shows this weekend. Well, I guess we'll see. Damn. I guess we'll see. I don't wig know what's glow. going on. I mean, hey, maybe that's part of this this story with Nia Jax. Nia's gone. They need a girl.
5: In comes Summer Rae. All sorts of things that could happen right here. I want to say Nia Jax to come back, those Ma Dukes, and just start knocking women out their tracks, just just laying them out. Come on back, Nia Jax.
2: This person says, good to know what the plans are down the road for WWE with gender." I hope more people cancel their network subscription like I did.
5: Well, listen, anything could happen. Like I think they were trying to drum up interest with Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar. I thought that would actually have a, a positive effect if it was just for a, uh, uh, j- just to watch to see what happens from a car wreck point of view. I mean, you
2: gotta you gotta understand, everybody. Jinder just did a tour of India, and he was like super over. So in their minds, I'm sure they're thinking, "Man, we did it." Now I don't think business in India is through the roof. They're doing like two house shows there. I haven't heard anything. I guess we'll find out Thursday. Maybe they'll go. You know, we got another billion subscribers to the network this past quarter. All from (laughs) India. It's crazy. I don't think that's going to happen. But, I mean, maybe the network business is good in India. I don't know why it would be, since everything is available free the next day. And think about this. You can get all of these pay-per-views and everything for free on TV in India the next day. And by the next day, I mean they are live at like 4 a.m. I mean, most people are asleep. And then they can wake up and watch the show later in the day. Why would you even buy the network? That's one of the biggest. That's one of the biggest. Everyone always goes, you know, they're targeting India, but like there's so many people there in poverty and, and can people even afford the network? This, that. That's like, that's a minor issue, okay? The bigger issue is it's free. <laughs> like you could have, you could have a, you could have 10 billion people in India and they all make, I don't know. Throw out a number. 500000 a year U.S. It's just the richest country on the face of the earth. Why would they buy the network if they could just get it for free the next day on TV? Story this, time. This doesn't make any sense. Ride along. They ain't paying for ride along and story time. Dinner for Tress. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up?
0: Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. I can't say that I'm uh, surprised by the fact that WWE might not be completely transparent with everything going on behind the scenes. Not exactly a shock. As for the Nia Jax
2: thing, I say big deal. So she's gone. One less horrible person to watch on the
5: roster that's not ready for their spot. Shame. The way I look at it. Although it's given us more Alicia Fox, so that that could always lead to a great jiffable moment. Could be a gifable moment. Oh yes, maybe.
2: Watchamania is happy. Somewhere. I don't know how happy they are about that. I mean, come on. I mean, we've seen the match three times I mean, now, but we're going to see it three times. I
0: know. I know. It would be nice if they could, I don't know, maybe try something different other than what they've done in the last 10 years, but, you know,
2: I guess... Hey, I guess think about, about this, this John. kind of fallen off. Think about this, buddy. I want to thank you very much for the call. We got a show. We have a show Sunday, mm-hmm. right? We do. Okay. We do. We, we actually do. Right, look and at, them. Just look at this for a second, Okay. This is the main card of the show, okay? All right. We have Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, Oscar, Emma, Kalisto versus Enzo, the 205 Live Tag Match, and Finn Balor and Paint versus Bray Wyatt and Drag. And then it's a one-match show. We got the main event. So you're promoting on Sunday. This is a one-match show, okay? Do we disagree that this is a one-match show? A one match okay show. it's a one match show so you're telling me on the pre-show to build people's excitement for a one match show they're giving us alicia fox versus sasha banks for the third time and drew gulak is gonna talk that's your pre-show are you kidding me
5: you're not kidding me i'm not kidding you It's the way it is right now. Maybe plans change. Let's hope. I'm about to faint over here. Sorry.
2: ROH announced today Kenny Omega wrestling at Supercard of Honor 12 in 2018. Show will take place at the Lakefront Arena Saturday, April 7th. Go against that weekend's NXT TakeOver special. Whoa. He is the second wrestler to be announced for Supercard of Honor, joining Hiroshi Tanahashi. Whoa! Our is yet to reveal any details about the matches they'll be
5: taking part in. Well, they won't do that for a while. I wonder if they'll just do an entire secret show. Maybe they should do that. Nothing revealed until that day.
2: Running the building on a weekend with so many tourists in town, and with Omega, the biggest non-WWE draw in the United States right now, it is an attempt to break the company's all-time attendance record of 3,500, which was set at last year's Supercard of Honor in Lakeland, Florida. That show was headlined by the Young Bucks versus the Hardys in a ladder match. Before Supercard of Honor, Omega set to wrestle at Ring of Honor's show in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, November 11th, and in Lakeland on November 12th. Previously, he wrestled for the promotion at all four stops on the Global Wars Tour last week, beating Yoshihashi to retain the IWGP U.S. title at Sunday's iPay-Per-View in Chicago.
5: Well, you know what? If they have another match like that against Yoshihashi planned, maybe they shouldn't actually name a card for it.
2: I think the main event will be a better match than Kenny Omega versus Yoshihashi for this Good bet. pay-per-view. Laura says, are you the Owl Man in your Ric Flair trunks? It is funny that I do have a pair of Ric Flair trunks right here, but I'm not the Owl Man. You sure? I'm not the Owl Man. <laughs> but I swear to God, I went to SmackDown, and I and, uh, was there with Buddy Wayne's wife and son and my buddy Rob. And on the way out, she goes, oh, my God, it's a guy dressed up like Ric Flair. And I was like, yeah, every single show you go to, there's the guy dressed up like Ric Flair. There's the guy dressed up like Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And there's a guy dressed up like Macho Man. Every single show without fail. Since 1985. Let me tell you something. When the day comes where you go to a show and those guys aren't there, that's when wrestling is on death's door. Unless
5: they're they're showing up dressed as Omega and the Young Bucks. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live.
1: Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month, for real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money for as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now.
7: Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281.
0: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Got two things here before we go. It's a bizarre series of tweets here from Sam. God bless Sam here. Mm -hmm. He says, SmackDown is 8-0 against Raw since 2005 in brand matches. This does not include US versus IC tag or women's matches or Randy versus Brock or Teddy Long versus John Laurinaitis at WrestleMania. Well, that's not a very good stat then. <laughs> it's 8 and 0 if we don't count a bunch of matches. I should also add that the Shawn Michaels story we talked about at the beginning of the show, night before NXT Takeover, Michaels at a house show will be refereeing a Drew McIntyre Adam Cole match. Turns out that there's an ROH show in San Antonio head to head that night. It's likely why Shawn Michaels is being added to that show as a special guest referee. So uh, the battle continues WWE versus
5: ROH in the Bullet Club. There you go. Put a couple bucks in his pocket. Should well, mention not that. Actual young Bucks. but...
2: Yes. Later on today, myself and Dave Meltzer will be interviewing Mick Foley. He's got a Christmas book coming out. I talked to him about that and a bunch of other topics as well. That's coming up later on today. Got a brand new Brian Vinny show tonight. The two-hour Lucha Underground season finale will be reviewed, as well as NXT. This is it for Lucha Underground for the time being and maybe forever. So we'll talk about that here tonight on the show. Mike and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. You can check us out at WrestlingObserver.com. We have a members area with 8,000-plus shows. So if you're a big fan of this program, I suggest you check it out. There's all sorts of great stuff there, so... Thanks, Mike, as always. Everybody in the studio, callers and listeners, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live.